episode five, we're back to going solo just for a little bit. Um, I've thoroughly enjoyed having guests and that is something that I continue to plan on doing because every I feel everybody has like a, a story that they should tell or like they have an experience that should be shared so people you know, can can feel hurt. As I've been doing these interviews, things have built up. Like I've written like l- little notes in my, my notebook and I'm like, ooh, like I definitely wanted to mention them, but um, I just didn't want to get in the way of the interviews. I just wanted to, to let them rock. And since they're, they're long content, I'm like, all right, like I, I'll just hold on to my stuff until later. Um, I don't know if I've ever mentioned how exactly like I come up with an episode. The thing is like, I'm, I'm somebody that can imagine conversations or imagine doing, doing things. So I can tend to imagine that I'm I'm doing the podcast in my head. Usually it's just I kind of just live and just feel feel things out. You know, I go on LinkedIn because you know I, I apply for jobs and it's that place that I hub for job searching and that's what I'm trying to do. So you know I just see the kind of stuff that people are like talking about and I think of concerns or I think of like stuff that is worthy to to hear. Um, so then I just kind of craft a, a narrative and I I just have like you know, notes down to put it all together. I try to not be like super scripted because as I like mentioned back in episode one, scripted content feels too stiff for me. So I at least have like notes written down and, you know, just things just build. And I um, I was on TikTok and th- this is actually something that I, that I came up with today. I was like, ooh, like, you know what? I saw this. I feel like I should definitely just talk about it because I've definitely felt this type of way. But someone commented, I'm convinced there's a person slash people meant for everyone except me. And um I I honestly was I was I used to be a firm believer of that. My perspective was like, damn, you know, my parents found each other. They had me and I guess I'm going to be alone. Uh that was because I I didn't have the highest confidence in myself. I, there was a lot of confidence issues and self-esteem stuff that I'm happy to work through and I want to help people work through. Um but this comment, it wasn't one that was like that was that went low key. It got fifty fifty five point seven thousand likes, and you know a, a fuck ton of comments, and you know people were definitely uh, mentioning how they felt the same way. And I kind of just look at it like that, right? Like, you know, all of these people feel this way that there's like people or, or like a person that is for everyone else except them. But it's like, I I bet like in that po- in that population that liked the comment like. There'd, there'd be people that find other people, like, you know, like people that they can relate to or, or, um, friends or, but just the fact that there's, that, that all of these people came together in this moment and voice like they, that, yeah, I feel this way. You're not alone. There's no way. That's just not a true statement. Like there really is someone for everyone. Finding that person is honestly like, it's, it's a, it's a journey to find that. Um, you, it's, you're going to go through honestly some pains, some frustrations, and it's what it's doing is filtering all it's filtering out all the bad so you know exactly what you want and you're good like you have all the things that you value in a person and want as a partner and, and feel you deserve as an individual and all this stuff so just definitely like don't don't believe that yet there's no way that there's like no one out there for you if you believe that that's just not it's it's not true and i know how it could feel that way but like trust there's just things that you're you're learning before you you get this person. Not to say that you're going to be perfect for your person, but there's just at times you got to evolve as an individual before someone else can enter your your life. There's quality people out there because if you exist, another person like you can exist, you know, that that really wants something real. But yeah, let's 
move on. So there have been some things that collected in my previous episodes. Kevin was mentioning that his degree didn't really align with what he wanted to do anymore. And I was hearing him out um, because Kevin had a, a lot of great things to say and I didn't want to you know, interrupt any of that. So I, I just let him like talk through his his story. But um, I definitely had it like in a, in a star, like, you know, keep in mind for the future. Um, I want to say like that, that's a common thing. You know, like going, like getting this degree, like working hard, like four years, maybe even more for your master's and such. And and then suddenly it just doesn't align with you or what you want to do. Um, a lot of people, yeah, like as they're going through their field, they they lose interest. And it's just like, damn, I've dedicated so much time. So I, I might as well stick it out. And sometimes um, after college, you don't immediately get the get to use your degree. Like you don't get into a field that you want gotta kind of have to like market your skills and like only use a degree to open different sectors and doors or you learn that your market is so fucking competitive and it's just hard to breach in or you actually are able to jump in immediately into your field and just do it for a long time like um people definitely in the, in the healthcare sector like when you become a nurse and then you've done that for a decade plus um you just notice that that's just not the, the field you desire anymore things change you change and it's natural I also wanted to drive home, like, this isn't the end of the world. Lots of jobs require a bachelor's degree, like, period, so the glorified, expensive piece of paper still has its use. Skills in one field or role can be transferred to a completely different sector. You can always apply yourself to somewhere new. Plus, there's certifications, boot camps, or even YouTube videos to catch you up to speed on wherever you want to pivot in your career. And also, most important of all, something that can set you up with a just the easiest career pivot is connections. I've heard many examples where people pivot seamlessly because they have a hookup. Like some of my friends jumped right into security because they had some friends that were like in it. You know, they were bosses or managers. So like green light. Now you're here. You got this new job. Like instantly, not even having to go through an interview. It's like, yo, we got you. Like that's amazing. It's impressive. So keep in mind, we live in a who you know type of world, which reminds me of a specific college story. Um, so freshman year, I went to parties with with friends, and there was a time when um, a part of my group went to the party without me, expecting that I would go with my friend Ronnie. Like Ronnie and I would go together, and they would just meet us there. I that's what they said. Um, honestly, in, in my opinion, I felt like they just didn't fuck with me as much. But they get there, so I find the the house because we've been there prior, and I go there, and some guys at the door. He's like, "Like, who do you know?" <laughs> Probably not that exaggerated voice, but I'm going to use it. But he's like, who do you know? I'm like, oh, and I, I scanned my brain for like in 0.5 seconds for the name that they said the last time. I'm like, uh, Corey. I didn't, I didn't say, uh, I definitely fucking said that shit like Corey. And then there's, there's another dude there. He's like, is Corey here? I was like, I don't think he's here. And then they're like, they're looking for him. It's like, no, nah, it's all right. Just let him in. And I was like, boom. Like, it's literally all about who you fucking know. I've never had a one-on-one conversation with Corey. Corey was just like around with the group. The group was fucking with Corey. Me, I'm just, I was a shyer guy. I couldn't, I couldn't just like vibe with anybody like how I can now. So I was just like there. But the fact that I remembered the fucking name, it got me in because otherwise I wouldn't fucked. I wonder if I could have just said like any type of stereotypical name of what it got me in, like Kyle, like, you know, something, John, John, you hear John, there's always a John around. You feel me? But yeah connections like do not worry if you feel like damn like you know my career is just not what it is anymore like it's not the end of the world you can always find something new 
Now that raises a bigger question. It's like, hold up. I want to pivot. Maybe I don't know where to pivot. Or maybe you're someone that's just now like entering that, that young adult stage where you have to navigate what you want to be or the person you want to be. How the fuck do I find that? Um, I thought that through a little bit. And I was like, well, like if I was someone who truly didn't know, like what, what, what could help me? And I've noticed in college, it's kind of like two routes, right? You either choose the money route, like something that's going to yield, you know, financially as soon as you graduate or something they value slash like genuinely enjoy. You know, some people are genuinely into chemistry. So they become like lab chemists and, and such. Me, I, I was into editing videos and writing scripts. So I, I dove right into TV video production. But to find that major career, some things I can, I can help is thinking, what do you value as a person? For me, I like advocating for mental health. I personally want to bring more positivity in the world and feel like we could benefit from way more. Like, you know, you're thinking, like, th- just think of those things that you that you value, not even just like as big world type of things, but to yourself, do you value fashion? Do you value gaming? Do you value food? There's, there's something that you can find in the things that you value, potentially. Like, for example, like I'd imagine if someone had a tough upbringing, they would want to ensure that kids have their the best upbringing that they can. So they'll become teachers or counselors, coaches for teams, you know, something impactful. They, you find that in your values. Now, if you're going the money route, of course, you know, peep the salaries. What, what, is, what is the yearly salary of this specific thing you're looking for? Like a lot of people, they go into accounting or, you know, something in the business major or go for the business major, major track because it's, it's versatile. So just see what's, which salary is desirable for you, but then also peep the coursework to get there because keep in mind, you might need to do five different types of calculus or of a bunch of different types of sciences and don't think you're, if you don't think you can manage all of that, all of that workload, then that's maybe not the route you want to take. And that's okay because there's so many more. Hobbies kind of, I, I feel like kind of stick with, with values, but that could even be separate, you know? Anybody can start their own business if they wanted to. So for example, if you were a painter, you know, you did that part-time, it's just, I love painting, you know? Never really thought of it as a career because all the, you know, stigma around like not making money as an artist. But say you are a painter and then all of a sudden, you decide to set up an Etsy shop. Boom, you have customers for your painting. So now you love painting on your Sunday afternoons, but then you're also raking money on the side. Sometimes your hobbies can turn into your next career. You'll have to dedicate time and effort. Anything requires time and effort. And maybe turning your hobby into a business might be something more complex than just, for example, applying somewhere and, and working for a company. That could be super rewarding and fulfilling, maybe something you want to do. Maybe that's one of your values, you know, that you've been working under people for so long. It's like, I, you know what? It just doesn't work. So now it's time to make my thing. Or maybe you have some inspirations or mentors, you know? Sometimes um, people base themselves off of, you know, inspiration. So maybe you're your mom or dad or a friend or, you know, just someone on, online that you look up to. Um, maybe you strive to, to be them. So their career, you know, it'd be an interest to you since you strive to be like that role model. Speaking of careers and jobs, you know, I'm still on the search for it. And I've applied to some places recently. I'm, I'm honestly just, I really have been just casually applying because, you know, I, it's just something that I can still do right now. I'm definitely not going to wait until the very last minute. So I'm like stressing like, oh my God, I only have so much rent left and whatever. But it's just right now, I, I just see that a lot of people are met with frustration. So I'm just 
aligning myself with some positivity and like, you know what, I'm applying and I'm gonna wait and I'm gonna follow up. And right now this one has been, you know, it's given it's it's been giving a bit, not a lot. So so far I have done an assessment and that and then had an intro call. Maybe this should be a red flag because the person I had an intro call with, they were fired or they left the company the very next day. I don't know the details. But in my perspective, right, she was there for a year or coming up on two years. That's all I need. That's really all I need for some for some recruitment experience. I'll grab it from that job. I'll apply it to, to a new one. I won't be, I really won't be mad if they fire me. It's just crazy because I was asking her questions like, how do they show appreciation for your role? Are you happy there? Like, it's just insane thinking about the call that we had and then this turn of events. But that assessment that I was just talking about, it was, so there, this definitely isn't the first job that has a personality assessment. Other places like Dick Sporting Goods, uh, Foot uh, Locker, they do stuff like that, right? And this one, it's like, you know, you definitely should be, a, a, you definitely should have a certain personality for recruiting because I imagine you can, uh, you can encounter a lot of frustrating people. And it was also, it's kind of, kind of like a recruitment slash sales type of thing because it's also like the recruitment of, of people for services and such. So I get that. I get that you can be screening for a specific person that, you know, is, that can manage their anger in those type of situations, right? Why am I saying this? Because you'll, you'll hear the questions. Some of these questions on the assessment honestly just seem like, they just seem to like low-key aim to take extra time out of your life, out of office and in. And there were definitely some unnecessary expectations uh, on some of the questions. What, what does that mean? Let's let's jump right into it. So it start it starts off normal. Have you slash will you be graduating from college in 2021, 22, 23? Let's say, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a graduate. What was your GPA? I really don't understand why. I mean, it, it just feels like they're just like, for example, if you weren't the most scholastic student or you had a hard semester, or hard year, hard years, plural, but you still graduated. It, it's kind of fucked up to judge somebody because they have a low GPA, but whatever. Would this be your first experience in recruitment? Yes, like entry level. Let's get in this bitch. Did you have a part-time or full-time job throughout your, throughout college? Now, in my mind, I'm like, are y'all asking this because you're trying to see if I'm an individual that can handle different streams of work or multiple streams of work or a lot of work? That's that's how it comes off because I just don't see how that's relevant. It, it, it does seem like a judge of character. Would you require any visa sponsorship? You know, same. That, that's always. I don't know what this is. When you graduate, will you be on optional practical training? Opt or F1 students. Sounds pretty sophisticated. Um, but nah, that's not me. Um, they ask for, your lo- for the location, NYC or Dallas. Come on now. I am in the NYC. Can you commute to work? Yeah, my hand is fine. And then... At our company, we look to hire ambitious and highly driven individuals who are likely to be high achievers so we can get to know you a little better. Select any of the below which apply to you. They got a bunch of stuff like I'm a black belt in a martial art. Um, I, I run a complete marathon. I, I put that I wrote, directed, produced, and started my own show. That's pretty fucking impressive. And I, I ran a Spartan race, one of the hardest fucking races of my life. I don't think I'm ever doing that again. I wish I was significantly more prepared back then. But, you know, judge a character. That's fine. This is okay. Seeing people's achievements or whatever. But it's after this that it starts getting, getting a little weird. I am motivated by proving my abilities to others. Personally, 
like sure i guess i'm just online right now it's like yo, it's, just, it's a job i'm gonna show up i'm making my i'm making my money like I'm, I'm gonna work hard of course but i'm not gonna be all like you see you see me boss you see me out here like i don't know it's giving it's giving like uh you really gotta like sh- like show yourself and can't just do your thing losing your temper is always a bad thing yeah that is and that's fair I'd imagine this is why I'm thinking like it has to do with the interaction of people. Is it bad to always want to be better than members of the same team? That is so fucking specific. And honestly, yeah, we a team. I don't need to be like, I'm going to be better than all of y'all. I'm getting the most sales. I'm recruiting the most. I don't give a damn. We're not working together. It's me. It's me going to get it all. That's not. No, like, come on. I have previously had management or leadership responsibility, which I could demonstrate in an interview. Hell yeah. Always out here as a leader. So that's fine. That's cool. It is sometimes reasonable to get angry at somebody for having an opinion you don't agree with. Um, yes, because some people just have takes that don't need to be a take. You know, like there's just there's no reason to be thinking such ways. I'm pretty sure you could put together like, you can imagine what type of takes like people just don't need to fucking have. Having a chip on your shoulder is a bad thing. Yeah. Don't, like, you can be confident in your abilities. You don't need to be like, I've sold almost the most out of everybody in this office, Paul. I don't know how I'm not here in the big leads with you. Like, I, I just don't deserve to be here with all these low lives. I'm the one that's up. Like, no, that's... <laughs> I do not have a chip on my shoulder, and I do believe it's a bad thing. It is your manager's responsibility to help you improve. It is. Are they going to take on that responsibility, though? No idea. Probably not. <laughs> I don't know, but there's definitely places out there that do. I have a goal that I want to achieve in three to five years' time. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah. That actually brings up something interesting, right? Um, I feel like for my generation that is in their 20s, um, there's been this pressure, um, to succeed by the time you're 30, like be established and everything by the time you're, you're 30. Um, honestly, that is something that I navigate and I'm aware that sometimes it takes longer to, to get established or to get where you want to be. It doesn't mean you're still not moving up. Um, but that's definitely, it's there sometimes. I think about it and I'm like, I'm 22 now, like early twenties. Yeah. But you know, at some point 26, that's, that's going to be, that's, that's the mid to late um 20s and um, definitely by then i want to feel um like i feel stable right now for for my for my age and my current stance in life but you know there's definitely um bigger places i want to be earning lots of money means you are successful uh i wish it weren't the case but yeah because literally you can't can't do shit without money opportunities open up the more money you make but i do believe there's other forms of success that money is not the only um staple of that money is the root of all evil nah it's people people get the guap and then they lose themselves that's it lose touch with reality not even getting their groceries they don't buy none of their shit they don't know the prices of of anything when their money is just moving short-term goals are the only effective goals disagree because I think you can have a long-term goal and then break it up into short-term goals. I think it's good to have a big picture. And then, you know, you, you work your way to that. If you put 80% of your effort into everything you do, you will be successful. 
Now, this was like a trick question because, you know, I feel like a company would want 100% of your effort. The thing is, 80, I, I do believe like 80% into everything you do, you will be successful. Um, I feel like you could could gain some success, but not as much as 100%. And why do I say this? Because um, to be honest, I feel like, uh, especially in college, unless like a, a project really challenged me and like inspired me to, to really like apply myself, like making a short film, like, woo, that, that feels good. I'm going to definitely put 100%. But all the other like me, like the, the other stuff, the other, the filler assignments and, and classes, I found like I didn't, I definitely needed, didn't need to go like absolutely hard to, to, to get my, my good grades. You know, you don't always need to kill yourself to get good grades sometimes it is enough to to get by and you know maybe it would have been more of an immersive and fulfilling experience if i did go 100 percent all the time but it's just like you know sometimes you feel like your 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 time is being wasted and you'd rather be doing other things to enrich yourself or improve yourself i rarely feel frustrated when i am criticized now this was an iffy question for me because of my last job their criticism was horrible they, this is the thing, right? And, and I, I know that the, there's another question coming up that's going to make me start chatting. Criticism does not have to be one-sided. It doesn't need to be constant bads. How is somebody going to feel inspired to do better if they've been working hard and all you focused on was what was bad? That just doesn't make sense. And that's exactly how my last job operated. Um, the, it was so dispor- disproportionate. Like it was, I remember an email, an email, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous how long the email was of just all this shit I had to improve on. It was like no good in there. It was just like all this. It was like an intro and then like a body and a conclusion of all that was fucking like bad that I was doing. And I'm like, there's no way I'm, I'm, there's no way. Like I wasn't even a bad employee. It was just like just focusing on all of like the worst of my qualities. And I'm like, am I doing anything good? I don't know. My, my kids seem to fucking like me. They seem to fucking love me. They seem to be learning some stuff. Like, but there was no focus on that. So this is why I I said, like, I agree, because usually if the criticism is right, criticism is good, then I'm going to listen. But unfortunately, my last experience at now, it's fucked up criticism for me a little bit. I'm a little, I get a little, I get a little, little fired up because I'm like, fucked me up, like getting just so much bad. And it's like, yo, are you going to give any good? I regularly get frustrated. Um, Frustration is unfortunately one of my primary emotions. You're a product of your environment. When you have an angry parent... It, you know, sticks to you in, in some ways, but I, I work on it and I, I'm always conscious about it. So I don't regularly get frustrated. I'm just, you know, I get pissed off. <laughs> I am always motivated by winning. Uh, yeah. Who doesn't want to win? Like, that was just like, of course, like, I don't even know. Like, if I said disagree, what am I, like, and they asked that on an, inter- on an interview, how am I going to dispute this? How am I going to fight that? Winning feels fucking great. But I guess, you know, I get it. Sometimes it's about the journey instead. Knowing someone's hobbies is important to building a business relationship with them. Yeah, I feel like that's just, you know, you're talking to people. Gotta still appeal to people. Get to know them before asking them to buy a service or something. Any person can always find something that they share in common with any other person. You see, I do believe this. I I hope so. Sometimes some people are very polar opposites. So it's like, if you two are are completely different spectrums of of people, like introvert, extrovert, and then 
I don't even know, blasphemous views of society versus tame. It's like, that's going to be hard. Sometimes something surface level can't even, you can't even find something in common with something surface level because people's stomachs be completely different. You know, like some dudes, they eat like everything under the sun, seafood, all the proteins and whatever. And some people have only tried chicken in their life. Like it, it makes it hard if someone is like slandering tacos when they're the best. Becoming a manager in your field is one of the indicators that you are successful. Yes, um, it is because it shows you have grown in your position. So I believe, yes. I have asked someone previously with less experience than me for help with something. Of course, like that has nothing to do with it. When you're on the TJ Maxx floor and you need a cashier, it doesn't matter if they're new, they know how to run the, 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 the register, then please help. What does that matter? You. This, is, this one's dramatic. You and you alone are in control of your own destiny. Yeah. Like, if you, do, if you do nothing, if you take no risks, you are just going on on whatever linear path you are choosing. Like, for example, getting up, going to work, going to sleep. And here is where it gets weird. Like this first question. You notice one of your colleagues looks upset as they walk into the office in the morning. What do you do? I don't say anything as I may have judged it wrong and it is not my place. I speak to their manager and say I've noticed they are upset. I pull them to one side and ask them if they are okay. Listen, if I don't really know this person, yes, they're a colleague, but if I'm not like, you know, on speaking terms or I'm not coming into the office and dapping them up every day, I don't have the right to pull them aside and be like, yo, what's going on, dude? Unless like, I just, unless I, it, I, sometimes I do have places of concern and I can extend some kindness to someone, but this is somebody I don't know. Like, what if, what if they just have rest in bitch face? What if it's just that? Huh? That's why I was like. That I chose, like, I'll pull them to the side and ask them if they're okay. Because I would do that to, like, a coworker that, I, that I've that i at least interacted with a bit. But truthfully, you, you shouldn't say anything because you may have judged it wrong. It's not my place. Because, like, if they're coming into work mad, that sounds like some exterior stuff. And I don't know, like, yeah, we could talk about, we could talk, yeah, we could talk about your life. But I don't know if Big Boss Man is going to be as personable. You feel me? It's the last week before Christmas and you are struggling to motivate yourself to do your work. What do you do? I review the long-term goals I already have in place to motivate me. I set myself some short-term goals to motivate me. It's only one week before Christmas. In the new year, I will feel fresh and ready to go. Um, short-term goals. Because you're just trying to... It's, it's, it's about to be Christmas, right? You're just literally trying to make a little goal that you can reach each time. Colleague believes you have done something wrong and asks you to join them in a meeting before shouting at you about it. What do you do? You see, I'm hoping... That this company advocates for nobody yelling at nobody. Because we adults. We got to conduct ourselves as, that, as such. I tell them now is not the time to speak about it and then come back to it at a better time. That's what I chose. I listen to their point until they calm down and then talk it through with them. I'm not going to stand there while someone is yelling. We are grown. You need, a, you need to take a breather. Have some water. And we'll return to this because right now you're wilding. I argue my point back so they understand my actions. See that? That helps nobody. Two people fired up, button heads like goats? Nah. You know, I wonder if goats, like, they do it all the time. They butt heads. Like, do they regret it? Or, like, is the head just so strong that it's satisfying? Or, like, yeah, I'm just wondering if, they, like, they just did what they want to do. It's like, fuck. But maybe they're hurting their head so much that they forget. You stop. <laughs> Listen, let me stop. You have a very important business meeting early in the morning. But you are also invited to a team bonding session the night before. What do you do? Me, personally. When the job is done. When the day is done, I want to go home. 
Like, I just spent all day here. Why? Like, I don't know. It, the, the workplace would have to be exceptional and exceptional. And I would have to literally love every single coworker to really, 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 really want to go out on some bonding session. Like, listen, I went to the bar with some of my coworkers once. And that was actually a dope ass time. Didn't happen again after that. I, I don't know. Shit happens. But like if 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 this is just a workplace right like this is just a place you show up in you do your job well like it, it's not even like it's supposed to be the most social place like if it's naturally familial that's cool but a lot of places try way too hard so personally it's like damn like um going home but let's let's read these options i go to the team bonding session for a little while but leave early i don't go to the team bonding session to make sure i'm fully fresh for the business meeting that sounds responsible as fuck, but people will be like, oh, you don't interact with your coworkers? It's like, oh my god, nobody cares about doing their job nowadays. I go all out at the team bonding session, and I attend the business meeting the next day. That's the extrovert guy. This is the thing. It's a personality assessment. It's a measurement of your personality, right? But we need this job. So you got to do what you got to do to get this job. And you got to honestly seem as favor- favorable as possible to the company. Um, why? Because I tried to stay like super true to myself to a job. And, like, let's let's just pause for a sec. I, there had there was a personality assessment for Dick Sporting Goods, and the main the main thing right right is that like the questions were asking if I was cool with the team or working alone. The thing is, I, I what I was trying to express is that I'm perfectly self sufficient on my own. I can help anybody if they need help, and I will reach out if I need help. Like I can work with a team, but I am perfectly fine on my own. That's all that I was trying to express. But I am immediately after I did that assessment, they deemed me like not just just not worthy of of an interview. And I'm like, it ha- it had to be that it had to be the team bonding shit. It had to be the, like always be a part of the team on the assessment because it'll get you in. Because if not, it'll get you out. How do I know it's true? Gave this advice to my boy Reese. Interviewed, hopped into an interview immediately. Like it sucks having to like lie and stuff. But when you need a job, you need a job. That's that's what matters. You gotta. You gotta pay them bills, you gotta make your money, you gotta do X, Y, and Z. So don't think too hard about the company. If you can, just try not to compromise like hundred percent who you are. Because of course, if like you don't wanna you don't wanna portray that you're literally just a completely different person. But if some answers can have a little little sway, a little leeway, you can do it. It's okay. Just it's okay to make sure that you're you seem part of the team to make sure that you're greenlit in your process. And here was another question that I felt was like trying to feel out for the unnecessary expectations keep keep this in mind right i feel like a lot of people fall into the trap like okay when you're a teacher you kind of don't have a choice you literally need to prep they don't give you enough time to prep so you have literally no choice to prep for your job but to do it outside of work it's bullshit absolutely but you that's unfortunately the culture of it is and hopefully at some point it changes but a lot of jobs if they're nine to five they're nine to five um i forget to i forgot to um, talk with my mom about it in the last episode but there were employees that were that would work after hours not get paid at all and then the boss would like call and yell at them if they didn't pick up or if they they weren't working at when they weren't supposed to be, when weren't working at times they weren't supposed to be working yeah I'm, I'm i'm sorry i'm i'm like tripped up on that but like literally they're giving extra time when they're not supposed to and they're mad that they're not giving up the extra time like that's literally the place that it was and nobody should fall into that trap Workplaces try to make it seem like, oh, I'm going to fire you. But like, that is wrong, wrongful termination. If my job is from this hour to this hour, that's it. 
You can go home. It doesn't matter. Some people might might feel some type of way, might say some type of shit. Like, I, I think I've heard of some shit like, you know, oh, you'd be hiring a company if you stayed longer. And it's like, um, fuck no, I'm not giving you all, all my time. But the question is, you are currently in first place of a competition that your team is running. Although the regular workday ends at 6 p.m., the competition ends at 8 p.m. At 5 p.m., your colleague takes over the first place position. What do you do? Stay late if necessary to make sure I win the competition. No. No. I'm going home. I'm going home. Unless I'm winning $50,000, I'm going home. Do everything I can for the next hour to make sure I win the competition. Yep, exactly that. I let them win the competition. I mean, if you want to just give up, damn. But like, nah, if I got one more hour of work, but we're doing this thing, I'm going to go hard until I got to go. But I'm going to make it explicitly clear. Like, listen, I know this shit ends at 8, but I'm out at 6. Ah, come on. No, I'm going home. I, I'm going home. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. We've been sitting in these chairs for 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 eight hours. I have swamp ass. I need to. <laughs> and here it is, that question I was talking about earlier. Would you rather receive constructive criticism or receive praise? Why are they not hand in hand? Why can't we get some, both? Why do you have to just so crush me and expect me to continue doing my job? Diddly do. All good. That question was a red flag, but I said constructive criticism because I know that's, that's what they want to hear. Would you rather lock yourself away from others when angry or start a new task to take your mind off of it? Um, I feel like everybody's entitled to take a minute to themselves if they feel they need it. You know, um, I feel like people should, especially if they're dealing with very frustrating people. But just start a new task so you can immediately like, just jump out of that funk or anger so you can distract yourself. Would you rather prove someone right who believed in you or prove someone wrong who didn't? Bro, the person that believed in me, I'ma just be like, yo, I did it again. And they're like, yo, you did it again. Like, come on. Positive feedback, baby. Why would I wanna why am I gonna care about the little goblin hater over there? He's just hating. He hating on me. And I'm just winning? He doesn't matter. He never did. Would you rather earn a lot of money or be liked by your colleagues? There's a possibility you will never see those colleagues again. I have yet to see my colleagues from my old workplace. I wanted to keep in touch, but it's a two-way street. So, yeah, I want to earn a lot of money because at the end of the day, it's me living in this world. Bob, Jim, Sally, and, and Marge can get fired tomorrow. Boom, new people. So they liked me. Oh, I made some friends. I appreciate that. But they're gone from the workplace. So what does it mean anymore? I have to develop a whole new reputation with a whole new group. So, of course, it's going to be earn a lot of money. Would you rather, oh, in this one, this one's big, build five key accounts or become a director? This is the thing, right? Building five key accounts is huge. The company's going to love you, but they're going to keep paying you at your same wage. While the director is going to rake in big. Hopefully that director gives you credit and you do like, you know, raise in your in your role and do make more money. But... Most of the time, like maybe even people that truly do appreciate your efforts, they, they show it. You still don't get nearly as much as that director. So, yeah, I want to become the director because, yeah, I'll be holding the five key accounts, but I'm still going to be making, I don't know, 65K a year while directors are making millions for the company, hundreds of thousands of dollars. So, no, you're not going to swindle me as a pawn, big leadership, director things out here. That question was made for me. 
What do I want to be? What is my big picture goal? Directing and producing my own shows and movies. And then when I'm even older, owning my own studio, so I can give many college students, maybe even high school students, graduates, opportunities, internships, start off their little careers. You can't fucking stop me. I'm on my way. And yeah, that was that was all the questions. And even in the video, they have like a final video, like, oh my god, I you know, I I, I hope you enjoyed filling it out. Um and you know, make sure that you you go back and, and see your answers to see if they like literally seeing if they they if if you like your answers, like, you know, yeah, review them. Come on, everybody knows you're trying to look good. You're trying to look the best you can. We need to stop playing these games. We need to start having more empathy and transparency. These companies don't act human. Act like they've been like perfect stellar service bots. Stop playing. But yeah, I filled it out. Um, the woman got back to me, um, we had an intro call, I felt like I was saying a lot of stuff that was desirable for the company, and I was like, you know what, like, listen, I know this role doesn't start immediately, but come on, come on, talk to, talk, talk to your peoples, get me in the, get me in the role, ASAP, ASAP start, you feel me, like how they say all the time, and it's bullshit, but, um, yeah, now she's, um, fired, or left. And I got to reach out to a whole new person. I hope they're cool. I hope they don't get fired. I hope, like, the whole department just doesn't get, like, like, all the recruiters that, that did the job postings, like, they just fire all of them. And then all the applicants that spoke to them, like, they just, like, keep getting redirected. But then the redirected person gets fired. And it's just limbo for the company. That would be shitty as fuck. Because I'm trying to just stay chill and, and not get too excited. Because, you know, then you can get disappointed and you feel bad. But, um... I can't lie, like, I do say, like, you know, like, while I'm trying to approach it just casually, I, I do have a, a good feeling, and maybe, you know what, potentially, maybe the good feeling is not, maybe the good feeling is, is more broad, and if it's not for this company, but for, for the next one that I apply for, and it's just like, listen, the opportunity's coming, I had this feeling in my girlfriend Gabby's house, I was just in her kitchen with her, making breakfast, and I was like, I just, I just had this, like, I was just overcome with this feeling, like, a job is coming. Like a role is coming. It is. Like I can I can feel it. Like something is, I don't know when, but I just know it's coming. And it's coming for you too.